0: Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living and God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Nehemiah chapter 13 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. Review key takeaways, and end our session with a prayer. Nehemiah's final reforms. And that day the book of Moses was read aloud in the hearing of the people, and there it was found written that no Ammonite. No Moabite should ever be admitted into the assembly of God, because they had not met the Israelites with food and water, but hired Balaam to call a curse down on them. Our God, however, turned the curse into a blessing. When the people heard this law, they excluded from Israel all who were of foreign descent. Before this, Eliashi, the priest, had been put in charge of the storerooms of the house of our God. He was closely associated with Tobiah, and he had provided him with a large room formerly used to store the grain offerings and incense and temple articles, and also the tithes of grain, new wine, and olive oil prescribed for the Levites, musicians, and gatekeepers, as well as the contributions for the priest. But while all this was going on, I was not in Jerusalem, for in the 32nd year of Artaxerxes, king of Babylon, I have returned to the king. Some time later, I asked his permission and came back to Jerusalem. Here I learned about the evil thing Eliashib had done in providing Tobiah a room in the courts of the house of God. I was greatly displeased and threw all Tobiah's household goods out of the room. I gave orders to purify the rooms, and then I put back into them the equipment of the house of God with the grain offerings and the incense. I also learned that the portions assigned to the Levites had not been given to them, and that all the Levites and musicians responsible for the service had gone back to their own field, So I rebuked the officials and asked them, Why is the house of God neglected? Then I called them together and stationed them at their posts. All Judah brought the tithes of grain, new wine, and olive oil into the storerooms. I put Shelemiah the priest, Zadok the scribe, and Levite named Pediah in charge of the storerooms and made Hanan, son of Zekur, the son of Mataniah, their assistant, because they were considered trustworthy. They were made responsible for distributing the supplies to their fellow Levites. Remember me for this, my God, and do not blot out what I have so faithfully done for the house of my God. And in services. In those days, I saw people in Judah treading wine presses on the Sabbath and bringing in grain And loading it on donkeys together with wine, grapes, figs, and all other kinds of loads. And they were bringing all this into Jerusalem on the Sabbath. Therefore, I warned them against selling food on that day. People from Tyre, who lived in Jerusalem, were bringing in fish and all kinds of merchandise and selling them in Jerusalem on the Sabbath to the people of Judah. I rebuked the nobles of Judah and said to them, What? is this wicked thing you're doing desecrating the sabbath day didn't your ancestors do the same thing so that our god brought all this calamity on us and on this city now you're stirring up more wrath against israel by desecrating the sabbath when evening shadows fell on the gates of jerusalem before the sabbath out of the doors to be shut and not opened until the sabbath was over I stationed some of my own men at the gate so that no load could be brought in on the Sabbath day. Once or twice, the merchants and sellers of all kinds of goods spent the night outside Jerusalem. But I warned them and said, Why do you spend the night by the wall? If you do this again, I will arrest you. From that time on, they no longer came on the Sabbath. Then I commanded the Levites to purify themselves and go and guard the gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. Remember me, for this also my God, and show mercy to me according to your great love. Moreover, in those days, I saw men of Judah, who had married women from Ashdod, Ammon, and Moab. Half of their children spoke the language of Ashdod, or the language of one of the other people, and did not know how to speak the language of Judah. I rebuked them and called curses down on them. I beat some of the men and pulled out their hair, and made them take an oath in God's name and said, You are not to give your daughters in marriage to their sons, nor are you to take their daughters in marriage for your sons or for yourselves. Was it not because of marriages like these that Solomon king of Israel sinned? Among the many nations there was no king like him. He was loved by his God, and God made him king over all Israel, but even he was led into sin by foreign women. Must we hear now that you too are doing all this terrible wickedness and are being unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women? One of the sons of Joida, son of Eliashib, the high priest, was son-in-law to Sabalat the Horonite, and I drove him away from me. Remember them, my God, because they defiled the priestly office and the covenant of the priesthood, and... Of the Levites, so I purified the priests and the Levites of everything foreign, and assigned them duties each to his own task. I also made provisions for contribution of woods at designated times and for the first fruits. Remember me with favor, my God. This is the end of Nehemiah, chapter 13. Let us pray. Thank you, Father, for everything you do. Thank you for your Word, for your daily Word, for the Bible. Thank you for showing us the way. Thank you for reminding us that we are to keep ourselves pure. We're never to mix with sin. For the way towards you, the path towards you is narrow, and it's clean and pure. Father, we praise you and we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Nehemiah chapter 13. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.